The sky is cleaner, the streets are safer, the birds are chirping here in Los Angeles so loudly that my sister in Chicago sometimes has trouble hearing me on the phone. For real. I'm Tom Saunders, and we're getting through this by focusing on the plus positives of the pandemic. Like, I'm sure fewer birds are being sucked into jet engines these days. And uh, before I go any further with that, I should emphasize I am not a licensed ornithologist or even a fake one. And I'm Scott Blakeman in Brooklyn, where uh, I, too, am not in any way an ornithologist or have any credentials of any kind relating to ornithology. But I, too, hear birds chirping in the backyard, but uh, with a noticeable Brooklyn accent. Uh, uh, how, and in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah just well, before Brooklyn, you by go the further, way, Scotty. Yes. Um, just could you give us a little bit of, of, of what that sounds like? Um, just the uh, the Brooklyn, uh, like the, um, are, are you good with bird calls? Uh, I'm not, that's one area I'm not that great in. Uh, you know, I, I do the same impression, whatever it is, you know. Uh, so uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I would love it's to sort of like a Scorsese film, the birds. Call. Well, I do hear the birds, Blah. they do, it's like a Scorsese, like, like, like that. you know, like, uh, what do you, you know, yeah, it's a little, uh, sure. It's, I, I'm, yeah. I'm doing a bad version, Scotty. Help me. Well, uh, but better than I would do on that, you know. And uh, <laughs> just... but again, being plus positive, Tommy, on the birds. Uh, and I'm going to start listening more closely to pick up their accent. But one thing that is the same here anywhere, and there's no accent, is I took a, a walk uh, uh, by the beach uh, yesterday on oh, a sunny day. And, and well, it's just as sunny and beachy now as it was before the pandemic. So this is something, some people say, are the oceans gone? And that will happen with climate change, that they will go away. But for this, uh, they're still here. So uh, it's a, that's an encouraging plus positive thing. That's right. But uh, I mean, uh, and just, uh, we'll get to the ocean because some people would, would disagree and say, no, once climate change comes, the ocean will definitely be here and then some. Uh, well, that's true. Be be a lot of so much ocean. ocean. Uh, uh, you'll be right. seeing so it, much you can't go near it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll just well, you know, it'll exactly you. Um, uh, but uh, the uh, I, I do wonder, like, uh, what about people uh, on the beach? Are they wearing masks or? Uh, uh, you know, where I live, I think I hear in Manhattan, my our correspondents are, you know, uh, GTT correspondents. And, and quickly, a little aside. Uh, we do have worldwide, uh, and we don't mention them enough, uh, a cadre of great correspondents uh, working the beat around the world for us. Uh, they don't actually get on the air, but they you know, give us information. And one of them uh, in Manhattan, actually friend of the show, Betsy K. Dell, said that uh, Manhattan, most people are wearing masks. And even there is that uh, kind of glaring if you're not wearing a mask. So uh, here in, in Brighton Beach in Brooklyn, they're uh, where technically you could take walks where you're socially distanced. You technically don't need a mask. But mine are arriving today, by the way, 12 uh, black cotton spandex masks, which I have, look forward to wearing. Um, but not everybody is here. But walking on the beach, though, um, is uh, pretty wide open and it's nice. And uh, You mean wide open, meaning there's lots of space. I, I've been on that boardwalk, Scott, uh, Scott, just so our listeners can picture. This is the area... Um, I don't know, would you say north of Coney Island or just in that very that vicinity where you have these wide um, boardwalks areas where social distancing is is uh, is not only possible, it's probable. 
it's it's yeah it's it's unavoidable it's unavoidable it's, it's, literally you cannot get close <laughs> to people uh which is great so it's really made for this time and uh i think normally when i walk around there i always avoid people how many people in in normal times crowd right up into somebody and jostle them i mean you're not a, so if you, really, if you can avoid doing that yeah exactly yeah. Uh, you know uh, and, and who's I put off by this? Yeah. Even after the pandemic, uh, by the yeah. way. Uh, yeah, who's going to be rushed? When when can we stop the social? You know, uh, you know. I I think we all like that. We we bristle when we're on a subway or a bus or anywhere with somebody's right in our face. I mean, uh, and anytime. And by the way, bristling no... doesn't yes. change things. It's one of the most useless things you can do. <laughs> bristle. Right. It's not even not even visible. It's only you after the fact saying you bristled but no one's going look at that bristling in the second car will you, you know, please you know, stop bristling sir i have no choice yeah. to be standing next to you <laughs> it sounds like it would be something you could see like whiskers kind of swaying back and forth <laughs> that's what yeah. i would think that's what happened when you bristle is that your whiskers would <laughs> would um, move back and forth rapidly or yeah. Uh, uh, yeah indicating your your displeasure but that sadly, that doesn't happen. And, and so no. uh, we don't recommend that people bristle on the subway. It, it won't do any good. No, but well, although the, the CDC yeah. may change and then late, late, later say, no, you should bristle on the subway, That's, just like the, with the face masks. Well, it does. They do change things a lot. And uh, but again, people, uh, oh, when will it go back to normal? But again, the social distancing, you know, in, in general, with strangers, is a great thing and why would you ever change that obviously you know you get together with a couple of friends it's you know again you're not grabbing onto them either so um it's not an onerous thing to be six feet away from somebody unless it's your beloved as they would say yeah that's you know that's very true scotty and then a lot of the couples today though tommy i don't have to tell you have been cooped up together six feet couldn't be further enough yeah further away for them so uh and i'll have a 10 minutes of Wife jokes coming up from the, from the old <laughs> Sullivan show. I, I have a compilation coming up that you can buy online. And that's a whole well, you thing. can expand that to take everyone in, in my family, please. You could do something like <laughs> yeah, that, right? right? Uh, um, because it's, it's everybody gets on everybody's nerves. And, and um, I should uh, just as a sort of a, a not, not exactly a disclaimer, but let just uh, uh, due diligence. Uh, I uh, live alone. Uh, my wife is in India, so we're getting along great. We talk <laughs> so to each that's other. That's more than every six day. feet away, India, isn't it? I uh, think. Uh, no, India. Least. Uh, yeah, listen. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, that, that much. You know, there's very few things you can be sure of in the world uh, or, right. or even about India, but one thing is it's definitely six feet away from us. Yeah. Well, and, that's comforting. It's comforting. And that's comforting. Yeah. And by the way, uh, uh, the irony is India appears it is possible fingers crossed to be missing out on all of this uh, my wife is uh, uh, for the most part on on the pandemic um it's hitting them late they're they're really doing a serious lockdowns it's working they'd have all this ma these masks and medications so she's this is so ironic scotty she's safer than uh we are in los angeles yeah, well, because our normal default was always, oh, you don't want to be stuck in another country. Oh, can you imagine another country? And then we're realizing more and more, no, we're the bad country and that we're, you know, ranked way, way at the bottom of countries right. responded. Well, we're way at the bottom of testing. And the world, you know, is missing American 
leadership, I mean, not that you want this kind of leadership, but it really is missing. And with President Obama and Ebola, he was front and center, you know, fighting it with the world, but uh, over the world. But, but, um, but the, so it's a different the, time. Exactly. And the irony uh, uh, gets more ironic when you dig, uh, you know, deep, when you drill down into it, because uh, I can easily imagine uh, Indian parents telling their children, don't waste toilet paper. There are people in America who have no yeah. toilet paper at all. <laughs> yeah, that's going to change. Yeah, the, the, the expression. Yeah. And well, most, you know, India has a million billions of doctors. They're great. And it, yeah, it's it's um, uh, poor people being in handled. America. Yeah, we, we have envy now of other countries like Germany. They stop by your house unannounced. How you doing? We'll test you. You know, they just. Uh, and it's doing yeah. so much better there too, right? And, and uh, they have half the cases per per hundred thousand or something like that. I mean, they're, they're doing yeah. much better. Um, yeah, they so, have the deaths, I think, fewer deaths. And I mean, and then within our country, obviously, we have Gavin Newsom and Andrew Cuomo and, and Dewine, other states that are doing it right. But then you have Brian Kemp. It's this is you know it's bad when uh, you know Georgia opened things up as we talked about yesterday to the beyond essential i mean when you think tattoo parlors how they could have closed them in the first place is unconscionable <laughs> i mean how did they get away with that i mean but thank god they're open right thank, thank god, god that, uh, gyms because there's no chance of contracting anything in a gym no, of course not. Uh, in fact it's mandatory to contract something in a gym i mean there's no other way but even trump apparently said that georgia had gone too far and the georgia governor said no he's going to stick with that so really yeah, he's defying more, trump fine trump so how does that rank in the terms of ignorance that you have to be more ignorant uh, than that, Trump is on this? So it's incredible. Yeah, that's a, that's a new level uh, of incompetence and, and yeah, willful ignorance. Um, holy crap. I didn't even know that, Scotty. That's news to me. I'm, I, well, I really I thought up, you know, the, that one yeah. good thing would be Trump's, Trump's disapproval would actually make the uh, people of Georgia safer. Uh, but that's not happening. So you have, you you have, um, yeah, you, you have uh, this this new degree of ignorance. I, I I like that, Scotty. I think that could be a a, a the title of your next bestseller. Um, well, you know, we have come up with a few, and thank you, Tommy. And or it could be a, a deodorant commercial too. A degree of deodorant. <laughs> a new, a new de for a degree whole new campaign, deodorant. New degree of ignorance. <laughs> Basically, if you don't buy degree, you're ignorant, and that could be a whole new wave of advertising. You know, Got it. you could take ignorance. the advertiser out of or you out of advertising, but you'll always. Scotty, your your mind, how you managed to turn this into something plus for for degree deodorant. Well, but you did it. That's what you did it. And that, you're a madman. Well, I and I love that ear, and I'm wearing a narrow lapeled suit as we speak. But uh, but Tommy, I think that you bring it out in me, and we've if our listeners know, and we should go back and listen. We've come up with award-winning advertising campaigns. You came up with one uh, for Burberry, which. Uh, I can't recall it now. Uh, no, it, it's one of those things, one of those, uh, <laughs> those slogans that are so memorable that they cannot be recalled. It's hard to explain how that works, but um, I'm not, well, actually, it would I'm use not up, sure it, it, that, that even yeah. makes sense. Uh, well, it would use up all of your memory. Because <laughs> it's, <laughs> if something's so memorable, that's 80%, 90% of memories. And then what's left? You right. can't figure out what I did yesterday. So. 
So well, yeah, because I don't remember it either. But it was something like Burberry, it was. Uh, <laughs> it had something. Oh, to it was do a flasher. It was a flasher showing his, and he was wearing the Burberry lining. Uh, <laughs> I believe. Uh, I don't remember. Well, we'll go back to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to. Eagle, and, and, and not eagle eye, but our um, very more aware listeners with with better memories will alert us to, to this and, and and embarrass us with. Uh, reminding us of what in fact it was that we we in fact said um i would like to welcome scotty at this point a yes. new segment to oh. getting through this family of fun i wish we had a little interstitial music uh but well we i was squishing the same thing it'll be sort of like and then uh the new segment is called we should be glad and it really speaks to uh, the whole philosophy of this, of this show. Well, it's more than a podcast. It's really a movement. Everything's oh, yeah. a movement these days, by the way. Yeah. It's not just about you and me. It's not, in fact, it's not about you and me. It's about you. The people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and and um, it's, uh, in, today, I feel glad that I'm not Alex Azar. And I, I say that I, I felt this growing sense of he is the health and human services secretary that, that is correct yeah. he, he is the uh, and and on its front page the wall street journal today has accused the, him of having waited for weeks to brief trump on the coronavirus back in i believe it was uh february and then downplayed it right so Alex Azar, for those of you who don't know, you used to see more of him. You don't see him as much. He's the oily voice Trump sycophant. He's he really is. Uh, he's always he never says anything, Scotty, in public he, without praising Trump for his leadership. Well, thanks to Trump's leadership. Um, but um, but you believe that that everyone who works for Trump is is well like that. Well, then, uh, well, yeah, and I, I, I did read that actually yesterday, which is confusing because it came out today. How did I read it yesterday? That's a whole other thing. But uh, you read it no. on the on the digital and on I the digital on platform the platform, and, and, on my phone. Yes, last night before uh, I went to course. bed. But uh, you're you're you know, ahead of me and and my getting a newspaper and taking it out with gloves and and, and, <laughs> and spraying. And, well, and normally I off. do. But the times I do get, and I, and the, uh, but, but also I, I can do my insider trading much better this way. You know, I do it the night before and I, the Alex Azar stock I can sell. But the, uh, the thing is that, you know, not to, uh, there was also a whole long piece in the Times a couple of weeks ago, which chronicled a lot of the same area. And what's interesting with these stories, and obviously reporters have sources. So for the Azar story, it's people in the administration who want to take the onus off of their, uh, mistakes and put it on him not that he hasn't made mistakes in the times article it was more sympathetic to azar and more critical of others but the bottom line is it all comes down from trump who uh had was dismissive in his comments did say to azar that it was alarmist when azar finally did tell him in late january and and you know u.s intelligence you know had in back in november they uh, knew of something going on in China. So everyone knew, but Azar, also the culture in the White House is, and I sound like I'm the White House reporter that I know, uh, Tommy, and I'm standing in front of the White House now. Uh, the culture in the White House is that you don't want to say anything that's going to upset Trump. So you lie like he lies and you sugarcoat like he sugarcoats. 
In fact, you know, the key moment in this was February 25th when the head of um, Nancy Massonier is her name. She's the head of some uh, health agency because uh, all these health people were going to go to Trump and say, look, here's the evidence. It's community spreading. It's going to be terrible. Uh, before they set up the meeting, she went public and said that, you know, it's definitely coming here. It's definitely going to be community spread. We should prepare for disruptions in our life. And the t- stock market tanked. And Trump was furious. Instead of going, thank you for letting me know this and we're going to take action. He was furious at her. And that's when he switched, put Pence on the task force because the market crashed. That was the catalyst. Not that there'd be a pandemic, but oh my God, the stock market. So everyone else is like, well, we better not go to Trump. Better not tell him this. It'll upset him. So so that's where all this comes from. But Azar certainly, even though we had had experience in 2005 with the Bush administration, he really... Um, was more concerned about staying in Trump's good graces. And now he's in his bad graces anyway. I don't know if there are bad graces. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think he's in Trump's bad graces. If yeah. there aren't, there should be. By the way, I think you also made a, a, have improved a word. I don't say it, you've invented a new word. Uh, you, you noted that the, the and, I, and I'm totally on board with this, Scotty. You, you said that the, the New York Times chronicled uh, these many oh. uh, things. And I think that's better than chronicled because chronicled is an extra syllable you don't need. And chronicled is a word you I've never heard before, which could totally cover that. <laughs> well, And I, save us a syllable that, and we can use that time to, to help develop a, a vaccine. Absolutely. I'm glad you put it that way. Cause, and that was intentional on my part because you know, in everyday life, when we're lounging in our homes during this <laughs> stay-at-home period. We had the luxury of time to say, I believe the Times chronicled the entire <laughs> series of events. You could say that, I, and bless you for it. We're in a different world, Tommy, you and That's I. Right. We're in the podcast world, the yes. rough and tumble, yeah. topsy-turvy, you know, <laughs> devil may care, you know, podcast world. And we don't have the time. No. Uh, sure, we'd like to go on for hours and hours. But and say three-syllable words when a two-syllable oh. word can oh, yeah. do. But, but, we, but we don't. We no, don't we do don't that. because we have a lot of important, not just important, indispensable things to share. And if we could cut a syllable here and there and still get the meaning across, albeit in a different way than the conventional way, we do it. And, and, and all I can say, Scotty, is thank you for your service. Well, thank because, you, Tommy. And thank well, you for your support and your appreciation. And uh, I, I'm saluting as yeah, I say I mean, that. Yeah, and, and, and these are the types of things that don't get the credit that... Uh, that they should. Uh, meanwhile, Trump gets all this credit from from his sycophantic underlings. Um, I want to just uh, add to to why I feel so joyful that I'm not Alex Azar. Um, just just one more thing, if that's okay. Oh, please, Scotty. no, please and, do. And, and, if and I, I, actually, Alex Azar is probably happy we're talking about him because no one is now. <laughs> he's just so he's like probably. Can I get a copy of the? How do you do that? <laughs> Or, or, or and may, and maybe it's actually one of the least um, uh, angry uh, Alex Azar commentary there is because but but you say the Times was not uh, was not as critical I think that that speaks poorly of the Times I, I I think maybe what the reason being they hate Trump so much as they do uh, that um, they. Uh, don't want anything they don't want to shift the blame to anybody else but i think you have to start looking at these other people who are oh yeah well they're all these are the people Uh, uh, yeah yeah azar the thing that interests me about azar is that he represents 
um, not just, uh, you know, whatever the political, you know, not just bad Republicans, but he is he is a uh, uh, um, I, I feel like you should hold universities accountable for people like Azar. He's a graduate of Dartmouth and Yale Law School. Right. So in my yeah. view, he has diminished the prestige of those schools and all their graduates. Right. We it's time we started to view these schools uh, with such just unabashed admiration and base it on the actual act, actions and words of the graduates from these great schools. And Alex Azar now has put has bumped Dartmouth, in my mind, down to um, Tufts, you know, around that level of school. And Tufts actually has no. Uh, yeah, no, Tufts has moved up as a result. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I noticed yeah. that the U.S. News and World Report has, has moved your school, Scotty, Northwestern, up uh, above, um, uh, I mean, above most schools by far. It keeps getting more and more. It's up there around, around uh, Cornell and, and uh, University of Chicago. It's, it keeps getting more and more prestigious. Wow. So you keep getting more and more impressive because that was your, you know, alma mater. So you you keep getting I smarter. It's funny you and I, bring and that I up. wonder why is that? And now I realize your school yeah. is getting more prestigious. Well, and I, I hope that's the case. Other The other alternative could be I never would have got into Northwestern had it been as, uh, you know, moving up. Well, I am wearing my Northwestern Yeah, but that's Wildcat the thing. Under People say that, right now. like, do you have a, 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 a shirt or a, a sweatshirt that says, I probably wouldn't get into Northwestern now? <laughs> but I still yeah. do wear this T-shirt. Well, obviously. Uh, yeah, well, they, uh, that would be a good one. That would be a, actually, Tommy, ding, ding, ding. Again, we need all these sound <laughs> effects, too. Brilliant idea that will make us Which we will donate dollars. to people who... Don't, of course, completely. To those on the front lines. lines. Right. Uh, yeah, a, a, a sizable percentage. Obviously, uh, you know, and I mean all the people, Keep, but but not right. all the million. But, but, but this is we're but, talking about a T-shirt yeah. that says, uh, or a sweatshirt, or a whole line of clothing could be actually a full like a suit oh, yeah. or a tuxedo that has the words on it. Yeah, I went to Northwestern uh, years ago, but I probably couldn't get in now. Something like that. It's a lot of words. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of words, but and then you go, oh, he, oh, right. and a smile, because it's usually it's like. Does that guy really go to Harvard? And of course, there is no, uh, you know, requirement that you actually go to the school. So I think that would be uh, a gold mine, as they yeah, say. Yeah, uh, I mean, so, who wouldn't want to uh, to um, diminish themselves and and uh, uh, while uh, <laughs> exalting the university that they can no longer get into? Um, that Alex Azar though wouldn't wear that because he'd be oh I could get him there even more now. Uh, thanks to yeah, President oh. Trump, because <laughs> he'd write a recommendation. Uh, yes, 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 yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, I just uh, also I want one more thing about uh, uh, Azar, I, 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 and then I, 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 I'm ready to move on. Um, uh, a couple of uh, I, this is even before all of these things came out about Azar and um, not telling and being as sick. Of, he was always so oily. Scotty, his voice always so mm. this kind of so it's just, it's just seems so full of self satisfaction, 
And I just, I'll, I'll, I'll never forgot the time. And I don't think I'll ever in my life forget the time. He, he, he turned to a camera, Alex Azar, a couple of weeks ago, and, and was, congrat- was explaining why he and the administration were doing such an amazing job battling the virus. Of course, he attributed Donald Trump's leadership and said, Donald Trump told us to turn over every stone to find solutions to the virus. So that's what we've done. Meaning that before <laughs> Trump told him that, Azar was just leaving a bunch of stones unturned. He, he was not going the distance. He was not giving it at all, his all. That's what he's saying. Uh, just looking under yeah. a couple of stones yeah. and then calling it a day. And yeah. randomly, by his couple, own admission, yeah. it took a wise leader like Trump a visionary uh, uh, to make the otherwise lazy yeah. and directionless Azar <laughs> to, to do his job completely. So. That's, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, and, and of course it's the opposite anyway, you know, Trump would say, hide those stones. I never saw them. I don't, <laughs> I, I never heard about and, those uh, stones. So what again, stones? just to, unturned. Oh yeah. Yeah. So those are fake <laughs> stones. You know. But uh, no. And again, just to reiterate, uh, Trump is at the top. He's the one where it started. To, there are a lot of look. The CDC botched the testing, also, and and but if you had strong leadership from the top, they would have been able to be on top of that, and and they weren't. But uh, so anyway, but that is uh, ongoing. And by the way, just very quickly, another off the hot off the press, Trump fired um, a career a health official who was spearheading the search for a vaccine and other treatment because he was quarreling with Trump's political appointees who wanted him to, you know, go along with Trump's wild, you know, endorsement of unproven drugs. And he said, no, I believe in science. So that's the scary thing. They're putting in political people where there should be scientists. And, uh, and so that's, that's not you're very, talking about uh, Dr. encouraging. Um, but, and, uh, uh, yeah. but, but uh, the um, Trump, uh, in all fairness, said he never heard of Dr. Bright and he doesn't know anything about that. He, I, I, I just saw him say that. <laughs> Well, first he said, uh, is it, did you did, oh, did they get rid of him because of that? I said, well, we may have, or we may not have, and I've never heard of him. So sort of like he should have stuck with, yeah. I never heard of him. But then if he may have, or may not have, how would you even know that? Good point, Scotty. So if only you yeah. were there. A little editing, a I'd say. You know. But they don't oh, ask. Yeah. Uh, they, he doesn't let people ask follow-up questions. He just immediately points to uh, to. It, it, to yeah, the cuts next them question. off and then you're disgraced. Uh, he does. It, yeah, man, he he he. I think he enjoys being these press conferences. I I. Oh, well, even though he, he seems absolutely, and it's a two-hour so show. Furious and 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 but but they go on and on and on, Scotty. And the question is, I mean, I I wonder, are they helping him or hurting him? You keep hearing. No, they're, they're, and lately you hear that he's hurting him. And then I wonder, like, and this is the one thing we start clinging to in, in the middle of the pandemic is at least, this is the at least, at least maybe it'll get rid of Trump, right? But then. Right, well, to clarify, yeah, of course. Well, of course we want, and I've always said when I'm on Newsmax, I wish their response was 100% right and perfect and we're in much better shape. Uh, but having said that, the fact that it hasn't been at the very least, he deserves the consequences, which is not being uh, reelected. And the polls show that uh, pretty much. And so it basically uh, doesn't help him at all. And even, and also, as you said brilliantly, Tommy, they call them briefings and they go yeah. on for over two hours. So no. uh, I don't think it's a briefing. Is, no, is my I'm point. not even sure if it's but, uh, but it is. I mean, say that. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, 
it's so obvious. You know, I think compared I mean, to the way you it's obvious, it. but uh, but a lot of times that's the great comedy. It's obvious, but then no one else. Uh, so true. No, and thank uh, God nobody else did, or else I wouldn't be brilliant. But one thing that we pick up on is, you know, everybody now is the the good people are staying at home, and you know, Michigan and Minnesota and other places having these demonstrators and. Very nice, upstanding-looking people with AR-15s and handguns and Confederate flags. Not all of them, but many. And I was thinking, uh, you know, because they want these stay-at-home orders to be lifted so they can more easily spread disease. Because uh, that's hard. When your goal is to spread disease and you're staying at home, it's hard to do unless you invite unwittingly people to come over or, unwill- you know, people unwittingly come over your house, which they won't do. But my thought is maybe... You and do, I try Scotty. to see the good in people. I'm saying, well, maybe they would be okay with staying at home if they just had a nicer home. Maybe that's the thing. Like if they had one of those beautiful homes that celebrities are posting on Instagram where they're hunkering down in their villa, would they then, because very few of those celebrities are saying, let's stop the stay at home thing. I think that's they, right. they, they have a very lovely home. home if, if at all possible. And make us right. see the home. So uh, I see well, the pictures of I it. Think and I, see where you're uh, and I started, Scotty, and, yeah. and as long as, you know, we're handing out trillions of dollars um, to to help bridge bridge us to, uh, you know, our economy. And but also we're trying to, to deal with the pandemic. Why aren't we putting these this money into building a celebrity mansions for everybody so we can all feel good about staying at home? I, I, I have to say, I'm not hearing I think, Scotty, you, you may be in the vanguard of this of this movement to to build mansions that are spectacular so that everyone will everyone will want to stay home. Absolutely. Well, Tommy, you took it even further and in a much better way. I just because uh, that would be the answer, because uh, if everyone had and it wouldn't doesn't they don't have to be. First of all, a trillion dollars. No. That's uh, I can't do the math, but there don't even have to be million dollar homes. If you do it in uh, Michigan, you can probably get a lovely mansion yeah. for 600,000. So, you know, I mean, I'll have to consult with our right. Real estate Obviously the dollars the show. will be worked out uh, later, but uh what I think yeah, I think you may have hit on, you know, until there's a virus, uh, a vaccine, until there's a vaccine, yeah. let's build mansions for everybody so that we all stay we 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 don't go protesting. You're absolutely right. If those guys had a had a beautiful home with a with a with a indoor um sort of media center and a pool and maybe a tennis yeah. court they wouldn't be driving their cars around state capitals unless as i said before no. they want to see the state capital i mean i i think those buildings are pretty impressive i i, I would like to visit them yeah, beyond impressive yeah they don't make state capitals like they used to I guess they don't make any new state capitals except in <laughs> Brasilia, which became the capital yeah. of Brazil. And it was a totally created city. But um, sadly, Brazil, they have, they have a president who doesn't believe in any social distancing. But that could be just to summarize. I mean, I just started. You took you carry the ball and ran with it. And, uh, you know, up until the goal line or right. you stopped at a certain point because yeah. it's pointless to and keep by the running because then you're out of the stadium. Ball, you're not you know. supposed to run with the ball. You're supposed to dribble it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you can't say you took right. the ball and briskly dribbled down the no. court with it. They don't say that, but they should <laughs> once the NBA season starts up again. Yeah. But uh, so our point is, as we close the show on a beyond plus positive note, we need to continue to stay at home to totally flatten the curve, to lower the infection, 
then you could slowly build the economy. But for all those naysayers, say they know we don't want to stay at home. Let's build. And they don't need to be, again, no, garish no, no, mansions, no. but just gorgeous Instagram worthy <laughs> homes that everybody would be more than happy to stay home. And they're happy. It still costs as much less than than giving, uh, you know, luxury hotel yeah. groups, $40 million they don't need. So put the money into Instagram for everybody. And by the way, that that says it all. Yeah. And you're giving people nice homes for after the pandemic, too. So I think they don't give them up. They keep living there forever. So I think we solved the housing problem and and all other problems too. too. I don't know if we've left any stone unturned. Well, that's what our goal is. Have, Have we? No, that we should really be running the health and human services department and we would but then we probably that, couldn't do the podcast that, daily we probably do it three times I, a week but I, i'd rather not i, I, cut I down our completely frequency. agree scotty um and uh also i'm i'm hunkered down here I, I i i can't go to washington not not now not right now uh but no but no uh, again i'm flattered and i'm humbled by the thought that we could run the health and human <laughs> services uh, agency, um, and 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 I, I can't think of a, of a better note to uh, uh, on which to say I I I am Tom Saunders, and I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this. <laughs>